plan for your life? Do you know where you want to go? Are you looking to be happier, healthier, and wealthier while having more fun every day? Meet our empowerment architect and goddess gardener, Cynthia Bryan, as she engages in energetic exchanges with success experts, bringing you research, innovations, strategies, and techniques to strengthen your life, business, and personal spaces. Be inspired, motivated, encouraged, and empowered. Lend us your ears right here on Star Style. Be the star you are. The party starts now. Well, hello, Power Partners, and welcome to Star Style. Be the star you are. We are coming to you live on the Voice America Network. I am Cynthia Bryan, and the show is brought to you by Be the Star You Are Charity. It is December. It's amazing. The year is almost over, and then we're going to be making our resolutions and goals and all of that, (laughs) starting a brand new year. Well, today's show, we are going to be talking about business and disabilities, as well as electric cars and how nature is providing enough material to decorate for the holidays uh, with ornaments as glorious as cathedrals. (laughs) And that, to me, is the truth. The uh, miracle moment for today is brought to you by Be The Star You Are Charity. You can visit Be The Star You Are at BeTheStarYouAre.org. And happening this Saturday on the 10th from 11 to 3 p.m. is the Santa Day at 5A. It's a very exciting uh, day where little kids get to come with a and they write letters to Santa. Our volunteers of Be The Star You Are help them do that. And then they get to go and take their picture with Santa and meet the elves and do crafts and have um, have snacks and all kinds of things, you know, with fun holiday music. So if you are in the San Francisco Bay Area and you would like to bring your animals or your children, or if you're an adult and you just want to sit on Santa's lap, okay, that's okay too. So <laughs> check out BeTheStarYouAre.org, go to events, and you can see where it says Santa Day at 5A, and I will hope to see you there. Now the miracle moment was from Jonathan Winters. I couldn't wait for success. So I just went ahead without it. <laughs> I like that a lot. I think that makes uh, makes a lot of sense that, hey, you know, we can't just wait for something to be handed to us on a silver platter. We need to make our own success. And so that is that is our lesson for the day is to learn how to make our own success. Well, you know, uh, we're going to talk a bit about some disabilities, building your business, and how to accommodate clients or customers that may have any disabilities. Because there are many, many um, uh, people who are underserved and they have disabilities that most of the time we maybe can't even see. One in four Americans over the age of 15 has at least one disability. Or... 42% of baby boomers age 65 or older have one or more disabilities. So if we can make our companies and our businesses accessible to everyone, we'll have a very positive impact on our community 
and we will have long-term sustainability. We'll probably, you know, improve our reputation for kindness and inclusivity, and that will also increase your bottom line. So people with disabilities often say that the most challenging barrier to overcome is other people's attitudes. So we need to educate ourselves and any of our staff about the various types of disabilities and what is considered respectful language because language is dynamic and it's always evolving and it's a good practice to use people first language. For example, person with a disability, people with epilepsy or individual who uses a wheelchair. And if in doubt, we can ask the person how they prefer to be addressed. Now, we need to learn also to remove barriers because 70% of people with disabilities do not have disabilities that are visible. It could be learning disabilities. It could be hearing. Uh, it, you know, it could be that you know, the stairs aren't always the main disability for people with disabilities. It could be somebody who has low vision and maybe they need somebody to either give them a form that is in bigger print or read the print to them, or it could be um, a person that has a speech impediment of some kind and may need you uh, to, to repeat something, rephrase it, or write it down because perhaps their hearing isn't good. Um, People with joint pain could really appreciate being able to sit down while being served. I, th- I know that if I'm, most people at some point in their life have either broken a bone or, um, you know, pulled a muscle or had some kind of joint pain. And you know how good it feels not to have to stand when you are hurting. So in addition to letting your clients and customers know that they can request assistance whenever they need it from you. There are other barriers you can easily eliminate, such as the ones that are kind of normal, like clearing the pathways or putting items within reach or offering accessible versions of written and digital materials. Uh, We should always ensure that signs are clear and easy to read that there's adequate lighting wherever your business or your office is, and that you have um, sensory-friendly environment. I think that's always really important. So um, the other thing is we can also design websites that make it easier for people with any kind of disability to navigate, and that can make it easier to use for everyone, and it actually will improve your engine optimization, your search engine optimization. And you could attract some new clients and some new customers. So you want to aim to meet the international standards for accessibility. And um, you can find those outlined in the web content accessibility guidelines. It's The website is w3.org. And the question always to ask yourself is not why your company or your business should be more accessible to people with disabilities, but rather, how can you make life easier 
and happier and more enjoyable experience for those around you. So there are some other things. Uh, There are many things you can do to become more accessible and inclusive as um, as a business or a company. And these are a couple other suggestions just to get you started. You can, if you have staff, you might want to offer an accessibility awareness training. Uh, You could always increase the font size that you use both digitally and in print. You know, bigger is always better. And I know that for me, for example, when I am returning an email or writing an email to someone who I know is either older or has vision problems or uh, vision issues, I should say, I always make the font bigger. Because I know I like to get a bigger uh, a bigger font. It's hard, even if you don't wear glasses, if you have to put glasses on just to read your emails or to read a letter or whatever, that is kind of disturbing. Uh, if you have a website, you might want to add some accessibility information, if it's appropriate, to your website. And you can always invite your uh, clients or customers to... Um, to ask for assistance if they need any of your services and they feel that, you know, that they're not accessible for them. And include people with various disabilities in any of your marketing materials. And just remember, again, uh, that 70% of disabilities are not visible. And so that's kind of, that is really, really amazing. Um, And, you know, because we always think about people, as I said at the beginning, you know, you you think about people that might be in a wheelchair or somebody who's blind, but there are so many other things. So now the holidays are upon us. And I want to give a couple of simple tips that you can make the holidays bright and fun. So it's it's just unbelievable that we're in the home stretch, right? Where did this year go? It's like they say, the days are long, but the years are short. And I am sure most of you are already gearing up for the holidays. I know I am completely decorated, <laughs> everything, including all my trees outside have ornaments on them and my lights are up and everything. But I bet you people are shopping and baking and wrapping gifts and getting their homes ready for guests. And so to keep you from getting frazzled, here are just a few tips that might help the last few weeks of 2022 go a little bit smoothly. First of all, try to keep it simple. Keep the holiday decor to a minimum if you really don't like to, to decorate or you don't have the time. You don't have to haul out the 252 boxes of decorations this year. I know I didn't. I did probably one-third of what I did last year. I mean, that's why I said I'm all decorated. It usually takes me three weeks or more, but I did it in a few days because I decided to keep it simple. Uh, if you keep the setup and take down to a minimum, you're going to have just more time to be. And you can you could um, use plants like I use uh, poinsettias as well as um, um, the Christmas cactus that are blooming right now. Or the other thing I do is I cut some of the 
branches from my redwood trees to use as greenery, as well as magnolia trees, and I pick up pine cones. And you can fill decorative bowls with ornaments and add springs of these greenery. And um, you could tie some bows around lamps or vases. And of course, candles, candles, and more candles. There's nothing more magical than candlelight during the holiday season, at least from my, my opinion. Now, if you don't really like to bake, you can buy really good things, right? Because right now there's going to be school parties, work events, you know, book club, cookie exchanges, mom's groups, you name it. There's a party happening almost every day of the week for some organization. So maybe this year you want to step away from the oven and just head to your local grocery store for whatever you think is a yummy baked good. Uh, You could place them in a fun decorative tin. There's a lot of them out there. Or wrap them in a pretty paper or tie them with a bow. And give yourself permission to take it easy this season. Or, you know, you can always buy those um, slice and bake cookies. That Those are wonderful. And you could add things to them. You could add more chocolate chips. So you could add some nuts. So you could add some sprinkles. So you could add your own little bit of the holiday fun, but make it easy for you. And then write it down. Instead of gifts to every aunt, uncle, cousin, neighbor, you could write a heartfelt note. I mean, that does take time as well. But we live in such a digital age that handwritten notes of gratitude and encouragement are so few and far between. And it might not take an afternoon um, to do the whole thing. But if you just decide a few people that you want to tell them how much they mean to you, it will mean a lot to them. And that way, you know, sometimes so many people are trying to get rid of the clutter and it's better just to give them the gift of you. The greatest gift you can give to others is the gift of unconditional love and acceptance. And um, wrap as you go. If you're out there buying presents, you don't want to spend Christmas Eve or, you know, staying up all night trying to catch up on wrapping uh, chores. Uh, gift wrapping is one of my very least favorite jobs. Now, here's something fun. If you're in the Bay Area and you want to come to this Santa Day I was telling you about, 5A has a free wrapping room. And that means that you can come to the event and you can bring any of your gifts that you plan on giving to people. And you get to go into this room. They provide all the paper, the ribbon, the little cards, there's scissors, there's tape, everything you need. And you could get your wrapping done. So if you're a parent and you're letting your kid come to see Santa, while they are writing their letters to Santa and doing crafts, you could be wrapping the gifts. Um, Another thing you could do if you don't want to wrap is just forego wrapping Uh, Just, you know, get a decorative bag, tie it with a ribbon, or you can do like I have done for years and years because I was like trying to recycle is I just saved up newspaper or the brown paper stuff that comes like in my books. You know, there's like, I don't know, it's not wrapping paper, but it's big. And I just wrapped the gifts in that and put a ribbon on it. And make sure just not to overbook yourself. This is the time of year. It's really easy to find yourself invited to so many events and you feel like you just have to go, go, go. But 
maybe what you need to do is just keep some of the commitments to a minimum and just decide to enjoy yourself. So be present instead of worrying about presence. So commit to less things and more time for yourself. Well, when we come back from break, we will be going into the garden because I really believe there's a lot of ornaments that nature provides that make our our, our landscapes look like cathedrals. You're listening to Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style, Be the Star You Are. I'll be back in just a bit. Stay with me. us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Get autographed copies of New York Times bestselling author Cynthia Bryan's books at www.starstyleradio.com. Get inspired and motivated to be your best self with Be The Star You Are, 99 Gifts, and Be The Star You Are for Teens. Buy cases at a deep discount to give away as gifts and premiums. Visit www.starstyleradio.com or call 925-377-STAR. 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 Are you seeking a Dynamo speaker for your meeting, conference, or organization? Internationally recognized keynote speaker and New York Times bestselling author and lifestyle coach, Cynthia Bryan, will bring her energetic expertise, passionate professionalism, and ebullient personality to your event. Hailed as an expert in lifestyle, women's issues, self-help, personal balance, leadership, media, gardening, and interior design topics, Cynthia Bryan is a popular empowerment keynote speaker around the world. Lecturing to audiences of 100 to 5,000. For rates and bookings, call 925-377-STAR. 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 And visit www.cynthiabryan.com. When you want the best, book Cynthia Bryan. www.cynthiabryan.com. Are you a teenager with lots to say, but no one to talk to? Let your creativity explode and your voice be heard on the radio program, Express Yourself, a show by teens, for teens, and about teens. No topic is off limits as you connect with teens with attitude. Check out Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel. And join our global community where teens talk and the world listens. www.btsya.com. You can express yourself. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show business is called... Well, we are back, and it's not really show business at the moment, because what it is, is we are going to go into the garden. Uh, John Ruskin said, There is material enough in a single flower for the ornaments of a score of cathedrals. Well, like so many Americans, the day after Thanksgiving, I did pull out my stored Christmas decor. And as I said in the previous segment, I didn't put everything out like I always do. This time I was um, I was <laughs> definitely trying to be just a little bit, a little bit, you know, more conservative. So I only maybe did a third of what I normally do. 
however, it still was time to start um, getting ready for Christmas. And probably so many of you have done the same thing. I am not one that likes to shop on Black Friday. I prefer not to fight the crowds for sale items. Basically, I don't need all those things. um, And so I'm just not going to go out into Black Friday. So instead, what I did is I chose to bask in just what I call the deliciousness of autumn by spending time meandering around my garden with my adopted animals in tow, of course, deciding where to display my holiday treasures because I have great big ball ornaments that I have tied to ribbons and I usually hang from the trees. And it was this beautiful, clear, warm day, had a gentle breeze that tickled the leaves to fall like feathers. There were songbirds that were caroling. There were hawks that were circling above in the air currents. We have these amazing air currents here. And there are always hawks. We get eagles, you know, um, all kinds of big raptors. And so as I inhaled the fragrance of pine needles and also redwoods, I exhaled joy and gratitude for such natural splendor. And what I realized as I was walking around was that Mother Nature had really already decorated my landscape for the holidays with really pretty colorful leaves carpeting the flower beds and blooming white chrysanthemums that imitated snow. There were merry berry bushes of Nandina, Cotenniester, Pyracantha. They were chock full of fiery red fruit. And this is fruit that's favored by wildlife. My Hachia persimmons, they resembled bright orange ornaments hanging on the nearly bare branches. And then I actually mistook a lone red pomegranate hanging from a golden leaf tree. I thought it was a a crimson Christmas bulb that I had already hung. And then when I went up there to check it, I mean, it was this, you know, it was a, um, a pomegranate, which I've left there for the moment, but I will probably be plucking it to use in a Christmas salad. Sprays of yellow Meyer lemons, they glowed like sunshine. And I had these azalea bushes, well, I still have them. They are sporting leaves in rainbow hues. And this is something I haven't seen in previous years. Usually they go from green to kind of yellow. Uh, This year, they are different colors of greens, reds, maroons. They're gold, yellow, orange, purple, really, really pretty. So then I climbed my hillside steps and I marveled at the multitude of cherry pink pistache berries that were flanked by the redwood tree that the squirrels had not devoured yet this year. And in the foreground, I have a weather vane of a prancing deer And that reminded me of Dancer flying through the night sky. So I realized just throughout my whole garden, even though I hadn't done anything yet, it already looked rather festive. So I went forward and I hung gold and red giant ornaments on my Japanese maples. And they just glisten in the afternoon glare. Yet these trinkets made by humans really cannot compare to what Mother Nature has already designed. Many people seek a Christmas tree or a Hanukkah bush to brighten their homes in December. And in my opinion, every tree is a perfect tree. And even those that Charlie Brown, you know, really likes, especially if a child chooses the tree. 
And that was one of my favorite things when my kids were younger was when we would either go and um, cut down one of our trees because we actually had a little Christmas tree farm that we planted with these dollar trees that we had bought after Christmas one year. And then each year as they got bigger, we would cut, you know, cut one down. Uh, We actually had planted way too many because we planted like 20 something. And now those trees are like hmm, maybe 150 feet tall. (laughs) I can't cut them down anymore. So um, I just have to, I have to prune them up and then just, you know, look at them as Christmas trees um, on my own property for the holiday. But if possible, it's better to buy a living tree and then you could place it on your your patio or your balcony or your deck or your porch, you know, after the holidays are over and then it could be reused for next year's festivity. And when considering trees, it's really essential to think about safety. According to the Consumer Product Safety Commission, last year, over 15,000 people ended up in the emergency room due to decorating falls, burns, cuts, strains, and the scary, scary one to me, electrical shocks. So here are a few suggestions to decorate safely. Light your yuletide with the freshest tree, whether you buy a tree from a lot or you cut one yourself. Look for ultra green needles that are not falling off the tree. Shake the tree a little bit, and if the needles stay put, you have a winner. Now, if your tree is not a living tree, and by that I I don't mean a fake tree, I mean if you have cut the tree, you need to soak your tree for 24 hours before installing it. And then keep the basin always filled with water. And the reason you soak it is because if you soak it for 24 hours, that water is going to just, you know, wick up into the branches. It will help keep your tree green uh, um, and fresh longer because this time of year, people have their heat on and trees dry out. And the last thing you want is a fire or a, a very dry tree. With that in mind, you want to keep all your trees, branches, and flammable decorations away from fireplaces, radiators, and any high traffic areas. Hang stockings on chimneys, but only when there's no fire burning. So if you have a fire burning, remove the stockings. You can always put them up later. And it's better to buy new lights that have been tested by the underwriters uh, laboratory, the UL, you want to make sure that lights for your garden are labeled as outdoor capable and all lights need to have good wiring. You want to make sure that they are devoid of any broken or cracked sockets or any frayed wires or any loose connections. And always only use an extension cord that is designed for the outdoors if you're putting it outdoors. And beware of the number of light sets that may be attached. Normally, on most lights, it says three can be attached. But there is usually a, um, you know, a, a directions and a warning label. Make sure to heat them. Don't get too ahead of yourself and just start plugging things in because you could either, you know, blow a circuit or you could have a fire. And that would be just terrible. Uh, 
a big never to do is never ever add electric lights to metallic ornamentations as you could actually expose yourself to electrocution. So that's a pretty scary thing. So if you get one of those, you know, uh, tin foil trees or something, don't try to add extra lights to it. When, if you're going to climb ladders, use a buddy system and don't use any flimsy ladders. And if you don't have good balance or, you know, your, your, uh, your back hurts or your legs aren't strong or something, just don't even get, in the, get on the ladder in the first place. And it's always better to hire help if you, um, if you're, if you think that you need something else, you know, that's, if you just don't want to have an accident. Um, when you either go to bed or if you leave the premises, always unplug your lights and all those electrical devices. If you have timers, that's a really good way to, you know, have lights go on and lights go off. Um, that is especially important for this time of year. Then as far as some December garden tips, here is what I, the goddess gardener, recommend. So again, I want you to consider purchasing a living green Christmas tree instead of a cut one. And if a conifer is not what you're looking for, you know, you can always just get, you can always decorate any kind of tree. I mean, I have a, um, a what's it called? Oh, a fig. I have a fig tree that's just a really pretty tree. And I always decorate it every year. I put lights on it and ornaments and all of that. But garden centers right now have a selection of cypress, pine, fir, even rosemary can be clipped to resemble a Christmas tree. So, you know, whatever you do, you could just place your tree in a very charming copper container. You could wrap it in festive fabric. You could even, you know, wrap it in wrapping paper if you want. But live trees will survive year after year, and the prices are fairly reasonable, uh, probably less expensive than buying a cut tree. I've heard people talking about cut trees this year of, you know, not even that big of being in the two and $300 range, which especially in a year like what we're in now can really set you back with inflation so high and all the prices so high. Fertilize your shrubs and trees after all the leaves have fallen to provide food to last for the rest of the season and through the winter. And then if you have an overabundance of leaves in your garden, you can rake them and then add them to the compost pile. But do leave some on the ground as mulch. Don't rake everything so that you have bare ground. You do not want that. Now, if you want to, if you're going to be keeping a lawn, Reseed your lawn with Pearl's Premium Ultra Low Maintenance Lawn Seed. Um, the roots uh, on Pearl's Premium grow down to six feet with 75% less water and no chemicals are needed. And that is going to keep children, animals, pollinators, and biodiversity in your lawn, keep everybody safer. And Pearl's Premium Lawn Seed sequesters about 10 times the carbon compared to shallow root grass. Again, these roots are going to go down really far. And best of all, you can just scatter it over your existing grass to outcompete everything. Uh, the website 
in some parts of the country, you can buy it, you know, at Home Depot or Costco or your garden center. I have never seen Pearl's Premium here in California. So I get it from the website, pearlspremium.com, P-E-A-R-L-S, premium, P-E-A-R-L-S, just pearlspremium.com. And right now, when you go, um, you'll see there's a 15% discount. Let me see. I, let me give you, let me just check this quickly um, because I could give you the uh, code. Um, okay, so if you go to pearlspremium.com, the code that you would use right now at checkout to get 15% off is infomercial, infomercial. And, um, you know, it Pearl's Premium grows well in all regions. Now, if you're going to buy more than just a few pounds, if you're going to buy 500 pounds, they'll actually give you 20% off and then you can call them. But just go to the website and you'll get some information. So infomercial is the code that you want to use. Okay, so let's see some other things that you are going to want to do in your garden. Uh, let's. Oh, I know, is gather... If you have uh, pine cones or berries or twigs or interesting grasses, go ahead and gather those and you can add them to your arrangements. Uh, just make sure that, again, if you're adding greens, like as I said, I cut redwood and pine needles and I, I, I soak them first because they will dry out. Make sure to feed your, uh, feed your birds by filling your bird feeders. As the cold months come on, it gets really uh, challenging for the birds so it's good if you have some wild bird seed out there but speaking of that I have to say a bird seed has gotten so expensive uh, I I used to be able to buy like a 40 pound sack for about $15 and that 40 pound sack now is $28 the same thing as I went to buy at the feed store um, it's just some scratch which is cornmeal and other other grains just to throw out for my uh, poultry and I used to pay $13.99 it is $28 now so it more than well I guess it doubled it absolutely doubled and the same with goat feed which used to be like 18 it is now uh, about 38 so feed for animals is very expensive <laughs> and that gives that is a reason to um, allow like your rose hips and berries to remain on the bushes instead of pruning some of your perennials that that have berries or seeds or um, hips on them just leave them on the bushes and that will save um, that'll feed your birds uh, you know they'll, they'll be actually picturesque as ornaments but it'll be like a feast for birds and squirrels and you know other wildlife during the winter and then you don't have to uh, buy this stuff to feed them. Uh, it's time to pick your persimmons, pomegranates, quince, lemons. You could use them in displays, also in your holiday cooking. I was trying to leave my uh, Fuyu persimmons because they weren't quite ripe on uh, because I wanted to wait till my kids came home for Christmas because it's their favorite. But I noticed that the birds and squirrels were eating them and I didn't have that many. So I picked them put them in the refrigerator, and then I'll just leave them on the counter to ripen uh, before they come. So you can do the same. 
Now, if you have fruit trees, it is time to prune your dormant fruit trees. And when I say dormant, it means the, all the leaves have fallen off. That would include peach, apricot, prune, plum, apple, and pear. But you might have some apple trees that still have apples on them. So I am not pruning those until I pick all the apples. Now, the wood from those, you can use it for barbecues, but it'll really enhance any of your barbecue wood if you're barbecuing now or next summer. And if you have a fireplace, they make really great kindling. And then uh, you can use some battery-powered twinkle lights or other outdoor lights set to timers just to light up your decorations. And I always just think that trees trimmed with lights, you know, inspire so much delight. I, I love the lights at this time of year. I love driving around the neighborhoods and seeing how people have decorated and how festive it is. And then um, harvest your cauliflower, your broccoli, and your Brussels sprouts. I just harvest my third batch of cauliflower. And it was interesting because instead of looking like a cauliflower that you would buy in the store, this one looked like little florets. It looked actually like flowers, but it tasted exactly the same. But it didn't look like cauliflower, so <laughs> it is time to harvest it. And just remember that nature provides enough material to decorate the holidays with ornaments as glorious as cathedrals. So embrace nature as part of your festivities. And I say happy gardening, happy growing, happy holidays. And again, don't forget this Saturday, December 10th, is Santa Day, and you can visit be the star you are.org forward slash events to uh, find out what we'll be doing. And I want to give a shout out to Mark Hoogs of State Farm Insurance, teenhoogs.com, H O O G S, because they are sponsoring our Be the Star You Are booth, and that's what helps us to make this possible for everybody and to make the event free for all. When we come back from break, we're going to talk about buying electric cars. Are you in the mood for a new car? Are you thinking about electric cars? Well, we have some info. Don't go away. You're listening to Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style. Be the star you are. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. Do you have a vision for your life? If not, you want to create one and do it quickly. A vision is the roadmap to achieving your goals. And in order to be effective, a vision has to be clear, concise, and big. Some people find it difficult to formulate a written vision. I have found that sometimes visions come to us in pictures first. After we see what it is we want, we can then write it down cohesively. So get a binder or you can do it on your computer, but in any case, you want to create your own vision journal. Now, whenever you see something in a magazine or a newspaper that intrigues you, you can cut it out and paste it into your journal if you're doing a paper or a print journal. You only want to use the part of the picture that speaks to you and try to come up with some words that follow your idea of what's in the photos. As your journal grows, you will see a developing pattern of ideas. You're now ready to create your own vision for your future, for your company, even for your life. 
So in life, just like on the freeway, if you don't know where you're going, any road will do. Remember, you're the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan with another business bite from Star Style. For more information, visit CynthiaBryan.com. That's Cynthia Bryan, Bryan with an I, dot com. The annual cost of illiteracy to American taxpayers is over $225 billion. Help increase literacy, reduce violence, and improve positive media messages by making a tax-deductible contribution to Be The Star You Are charity. A top-rated nonprofit, Be The Star You Are promotes positive role models, produces positive radio broadcasts, and donates positive books to empower women, families, and youth. Be a power partner and join our galaxy of stars. Visit our website at bethestarur.org to make a tax-deductible donation using PayPal or send checks to P.O. Box 376, 376, Moraga, California, 94556. Bethestarur.org. Dare to care. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show business is calling. Well, we are back, and thank you. I appreciate that you're staying with me. And have you been thinking about getting a new car or maybe a used car? And if you're thinking about it, what do you think about these electric cars? Now, I'm getting this information that I'm going to share with you from AAA, actually. And I love AAA. It's, you know, it's just one of those companies. It's great to have it if your car breaks down or you get a flat tire or you run out of gas or something like that. Sometimes you never need it. You can go, uh, you know, several years and you have you have this membership and nothing ever happens. And then one year you really need it. So anyway, a shout out to AAA. I've been a longtime member and I, I really appreciate the help that they give when I have had a problem. I haven't for a couple of years now, but you never know. You never know. But with where they are talking about now how uh, electric vehicles, which are called EVs, are flooding the market. But how do you find the right one for you? And I'm not in the market for a new vehicle. I tend to be one of these people that I drive my car until it's almost not, you know. And my last car, I had 18 years. And now the car that I have is eight years old. And, I mean, you know, it's working great. So I, it's like I'm, if it, as long as it works, I don't get new ones. But I probably would get an electric car the next time. So if you were thinking about buying an electric car, you are not alone because amid these the gas prices, although, you know what? Gas prices are really low. I filled my tank yesterday, and here in California, which is normally really high, gas was 3.89 a gallon. 
I mean, and just think, a couple of months ago, it was up to $7 a gallon. So prices are pretty low right now. But there is growing environmental concerns, you know, about gas. And so the demand for electric, for hybrid, plug-in hybrid vehicles, it is really surging too. And now, of course, there are all these government incentives that are tempting consumers. And it's, it's understandable why... Two-thirds of Americans who were surveyed by Consumer Reports said they were interested in, in acquiring some type of electric vehicle. Now, purchasing a car is always a huge decision. It's, you know, other than a house, it is probably one of the most expensive decisions we ever do. But shopping for an EV comes with a unique set of considerations and a lot of new terminology. So here are some tips from AAA to help you navigate the fast emerging sector and some things to consider when buying an, an EV. So do you want a hybrid or do you want a plug-in hybrid or do you want fully electric? So as the name suggests, a hybrid draws on two types of power. It has a gasoline engine and at least one electric motor. And in some hybrids, the sources are connected to a shared transmission. In others, the gasoline engine powers the electric motor and that in turn propels the car. But in every case, it's a joint effort. So... Though a hybrid doesn't run on outside electric, electricity, in other words, you can't charge it. You have to fill it up at the pump. The boost it gets from its electric motor leads to better gas mileage than you would get in a vehicle powered by an internal combustion engine alone. Now, a hybrid runs primarily on gas. It shifts to electric when it's most efficient. And then a plug-in hybrid allows you to drive in full electric mode for a distance, typically 20 to 50 miles, and at any speed before it switches between gas and electric engines as needed. Most plug-ins have enough electric range to cover shorter commutes and errands around town. So they would probably be good just, you know, if you are working from home and going for groceries or something. So they make them a popular choice for consumers who are just really keen to drive an electric car, but they want a gasoline backup for those longer trips. Now, electric vehicles, or what is actually called an EV, are exactly that. They run on electricity alone, and they have to be plugged in to be recharged. And um, there are increasingly efficient battery packs. So EVs have advanced by leaps and bounds in recent years. And some models can actually go for 300 miles or more on a full charge. But there's a lot of how-tos about charging. And there are three main types of charging systems, a level one, level two, and level three. And each has its own capabilities and each has its own costs. So level one works with any standard three-prong household outlet, like the kind that you use to plug in your laptop or, you know, your blender or whatever. And if you've ever seen an extension cord running from a home to a car parked outside, that's a level one. And that's the cheapest way to charge, but it's also the slowest. And it provides around four to six miles for every hour of charging. So in other words, it would take probably 14 hours to do a full charge. 
Now, level two has more than double the voltage of a level one, and it can fully charge an EV in about four to six hours. Um, you have to have a level two system installed in your home. And unless you're a certified electrician, you have to hire a professional to do it. And it requires a dedicated 240 volt circuit. Like that would be the kind that you would use for a dryer. But the prices to install that can really vary. That could be 400 to $1,500, $2,000 just to install the electrical. Now, level three chargers, they're also known as fast chargers. They cost tens of thousands of dollars. And, of course, those are not yet practical for any home installation. You're going to probably find those when you go to a fueling station or a rest stop. Um, and you'll pay for, you know, you will pay to charge. They can add up to 200 miles of range per hour of charging, which is 15 times faster than the level two. So they are the fastest way to charge and they're going to be the most expensive to use because not all charges use the same cords and adapters though, you're going to have to uh, map out your locations of compatible charging stations before you'd go on a long trip. Now that alone to me would just drive me crazy. It just adds one more thing to your road trip. So you have to learn how to calculate savings. So just as the price of gas fluctuates from city to city and even from gas station to gas station, the cost of electricity is going to vary depending on where you live, the type of charging system you're using, the time of day you're plugging it in. So charging at home is generally going to be the least expensive, and especially if you have solar. Charging at non-peak hours when electricity is the cheapest is another way to save, as is having, um, as I said, solar installed in your home. And even the amount of charge in your battery can make a difference. So the most efficient time to charge is when the battery is still 20 to 80% full. When the battery is nearly depleted or close to full, charging efficiency drops. The government has a website, uh, fueleconomy.gov, and you can find a lot of information there about fuel uh, efficiency, including comparisons across a range of makes and models of cars. And individual cases can vary widely. So to get a better gauge on where you stand to save by switching to an EV, you have to do the math. And it's not you know, it's not calculus, but it's still complex. So there isn't a one size fits all. Now, here's where it does get complicated. There are tax credits and rebates available. But um, if you buy an EV and you could get some money back, but it depends on the fine print in the law and you have to purchase um, after December 31st, 2022, the government is going to offer $7,500 in consumer tax credits and up to $4,000 off the purchase of a used EV. But whether you qualify is going to hinge on a lot of factors, including your income level, the price of the vehicle, how and where the vehicle was assembled. The Inflation Reduction Act signed into federal law this summer 
it uh, set the eligibility price cap of $80,000 per vehicle uh, for vans, SUVs, and pickups, $55,000 for other vehicles, and the annual income cap at $150,000 for a single earner, $300,000 per household. And the new legislation also requires that a certain percentage of the battery had to be sourced and assembled in the United States. And there's a lot of other manufacturing uh, criteria, plus there are state and local government and some utilities are offering a range of credits. So the bottom line is, as a consumer, it's up to you to figure out if you're going to be able to get these rebates. So don't just think that you're going to get a rebate um, because they're offering them now. You might not. So you'll have to figure out how much of an EV you can afford, whether you want to buy new or used, and whether you're going to be qualified for tax credits. So again, you can check out uh, AAA, um, and that is uh, AAA.com forward slash EV forward slash resources, and you can get a, a plethora of information. And make sure you find the information out before you decide to go buy, because you may not get those tax credits, and you may, may it may not uh, be the best interest. Well, this is the show for this week. I thank you for listening to Star Style's Be the Star You Are. Just always remember you can have what you want, do what you dream, and brave what you fear. If you see it first in your mind, you can create it. For information about Star Style or any of my books, visit CynthiaBryan.com. To make a donation to Be The Star You Are charity, it is the end of the year and lots of people do want to, to get tax write-offs uh, or you know get less on their, pay less on their taxes next year by giving a donation to charity. So visit BeTheStarYouAre.org. If you um, pay online by PayPal, you get an instant tax uh, receipt or we can send you a tax receipt if you go um, and you send a check and you can do that no problem <laughs> my aim is always to encourage inspire inform amuse and motivate you i want you to see beyond your physical being know you're ready the star you dreamed of becoming cherish the past dream of the future and celebrate every moment of your life and i hope you'll pick up some of my books from cynthiabryan.com um, forward slash books and especially my new book No Barnyard Bullies is the perfect gift for little kids and you'll get autographed copies until we celebrate next week remember that love always wins kindness always prevails and smiles will keep us happy I'm Cynthia Bryan for Star Style I thank you and encourage you to be the star you are be your unapologetically authentic self and make it a great week and we'll be together next week Thanks for joining me. Ciao for now. Be the star you are. The star you are. Be the star you are. You are the star. It's been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program, Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We have you on our radar as it's our goal to inspire, inform, entertain and motivate you to be the star you were born to be. 
For more information, visit StarStyleRadio.com. And to make a donation to the charity, go to BeTheStarYouAre.org. Ignite the flame that burns brightly within. Take charge of your life and coach yourself to success with our dynamic host and empowerment architect, Cynthia Bryan. Every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another serving of champagne for the spirit and a power boost to live with star style. Until we celebrate together next week, be the star you are.